Welcome to the Making Moves with Mal podcast. In every episode, you'll hear stories from individuals just like you that are trying to make an impact. They'll share their unique journey and some helpful tips that got them to where they are now. You'll hear conversations with people from all walks of life who are trying to make some moves. Now, here's your host, Mal. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us on another episode of Making Moves with Mal. Uh, I'm excited today uh, because we've got a very special guest, Jordan Nelkin with Tribeca Boutique. She's going to share her story with uh, a, a very unique story, it sounds like, uh, with uh, taking over the, the fashion business at the boutique industry. Um, I'm excited because we, we've never done one of these before too, so that's uh, it's first for us. So thank you for taking the time today to join us. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting me and having me here. And yeah. I hope it's a good experience and you have more fashion people come on in. Exactly. That, that, that'll, that'll be awesome. So I always like to start kind of the same way, kind of figuring out what got you to to want to take that path. So we can we can take it as far back as, as we need to with you. With, Perfect. With the business. Yeah. yeah. So my first job ever was a boutique that I worked at with my mom. She was the manager of okay. the store. Um, I loved working with my mom, loved working in clothes. I was 16, you know, after school job, yeah, that, yeah. that sort of thing. It was great. And I ended up loving it so much that I went to school for fashion merchandising and marketing. Nice. Where'd you go to school? Uh, Southern Illinois in Carbondale. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. So I went down south like six hours. Uh, <laughs> loved it. It was great. I loved the fashion pro- program there. And then right when I graduated, I moved to the West Loop in the city. Okay. And literally was like walking my dog one day and saw that Tribeca was hiring for a sales associate. So you just and took the like, opportunity. Should I apply? Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. I like talked to my fiance, like boyfriend at the time. I was like, do you think I should? He's like, yeah, yeah do it. And now I'm the owner. So well, it's a that, good thing I did. That's insane, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Like you sell a sign and then now you're the owner. So take it yes. back. So when did you graduate? Like how how far of a time frame is that? Yeah. So I graduated college in 2014. Okay. Um, started working just as like a part-time sales associate at Tribeca starting in July of 2014, I want to say. Um, and then just kind of started working more full time. I was also part time at another boutique out in the suburbs. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I helped kind of start that boutique. Um, okay. I helped uh, the owner. They they had it. They had the space. It's called 312 Tutor out in Glencoe in the north suburbs. Okay, nice. So I started that um, and kind of helped them do a lot of the buying and worked there part time and Tribeca part time. So that must have been a completely different experience because Tribeca has been already established, right? Yes. They've already got a pretty big recognition, big mm-hmm. brand behind it. Yeah. So Tribeca started, I want to say... 2003 2004 okay area um they were in lincoln park for nine years okay and then the previous owner moved to the west loop so she has been in business for a really long time so working somewhere that was more established and city life versus north suburbs is mm-hmm. two completely different oh yeah i can imagine yeah two completely different things um two completely uh different audience that you're reaching yes, out to too. absolutely and the commute just going up north um you know, all the time it was just, it was too much. So I kind of faded out of that and then went more full time um, from part time sales associate to manager to started going to trade shows with the um, old buyer or old owner. I'm sorry. And then she ended up moving to Austin. OK, I want to say in like 2017, 2018. 
And I approached her and I was like, hey, would you ever sell your business? I've always wanted my own store. Yeah. Working with my mom back when I was 16, my mom and I were like, we should have our own boutique. That would be so much fun. It would be so amazing. We should do that. That's um, crazy. <laughs> and then she was like, no, I don't think I'm going to sell. And then ended up, yeah, ended up in 2018 um, approaching me again, being like, hey, I thought about it. I'm going to open up a store in Austin. Do you want to take over this one? So then I now, became the owner. The uh, the Austin store, is that the same brand? Like, was it franchise type it's thing? Not or... franchise, so okay. It's not franchise. So it's two. It's going to be two completely separate, um, like, entity okay. entities. Yeah. Like, I'm my own business. She's her own business. But she's definitely my mentor now. And I'm that's very, very lucky to have her. And it was an amazing experience for that's, sure. That's crazy. So what made you what 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 made you kind of make that decision like taking over the business? I mean obviously that's a huge opportunity and a huge transition from being like you know an employee of a, right. of, a of a of a business to then taking on everything that comes with being the owner, right? Cuz obviously yeah. now you're playing many different hats. Yes, I do it all. I definitely right. do it all. I do the buying, the accounting, the paperwork, the helping with customers, visual right. merchandising, um I'm definitely doing all of playing all those roles. Um, but I just really loved working there and I loved the clientele. And being that I wanted my own boutique at some point in my life, I was kind of weighing the pros and cons. Is it more financially responsible for me to take over an existing business or should I, you know, start a new? Which which one makes the most sense? So your goal was always to own your own thing. Mm -hmm. And I definitely did not expect to do it at 27. That's I'll, insane. I'll say yeah. that. I did not expect that at age 27 I would have my own store. Well, I don't think uh, many people get that opportunity. Right? Yeah, I mean, I'm very I, I have to say I'm very lucky and I, I'm very thankful. Wow. So. That's that's amazing. So walk me through kind of where you're at now. So you took over 2018? 2019. 2019. Yeah, okay. 2019. Right. And there's like six months before COVID. Yeah. Man, it was it really good timing a, on my part. Yeah. No, it used to be a very kind of uh, very similar story that we've been getting with a lot of the people that we've, that we've okay. talked to is like, you know, the pandemic really ch changed their outlook on uh, wanting to create something for themselves. Um, so how was that like? How was that transition? Um, it was very, very difficult, yeah. uh, you know, within six months of being in business, like I said, still learning, being an owner and having employees that are my responsibility and right. all that stuff was a huge change. And really, I was like, I don't know what I'm, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I do know what I'm doing, but right. it's just like, it's so hard. And I remember on in March of 2020, when we had to close, I just remember like, putting a sign on the door, posting on Instagram, like that, like we were closing just for two weeks. You know, everyone right. thought it was just Temporary, for two weeks. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to close for two weeks. And I just like sat in the fitting room floor and like sobbed my eyes out. And I was like, what am I going to do? And what then it I ended up being three into, months right? that were closed. But I got very lucky. I know I'm sure you hear this all the time that lockdown really was an opportunity for a lot of people it's so, all about mindset you know yes. it's how you see it so yeah so yeah. i really focused myself on the online business we had a website but it wasn't somewhere that we really based a lot of revenue to come through and with having lockdown i was able to really focus on that website kind of gave I, you no choice right exactly like and i like was forced to learn how to work it and how to do all this and i started putting up like I would go every week and change the window and I would put up QR codes okay. to be like, shop this outfit online or 
you know, wear sweatpants on the bottom and like a nice work shirt on top yeah, because yeah. everything is over Zoom. And I actually actually um, got put on a panel for there were only like five stores in the entire U.S. Okay. that there was like this fashion trade show panel and they asked five stores in the entire U.S. that were doing a really good job during lockdown to like speak at this like, like Zoom how panel. are you doing it? Right? Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to do that. And That's that incredible. was really amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. So when when that shift happened and you had to close down your 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 uh, location, obviously now you're going all online sales, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, were you doing nationwide at that point, or was it? Yeah, like a little bit. Yeah. I think what helped me the most is I was the first person in in the West Loop to have face masks. Nobody had like Amazon wasn't delivering face masks; they were all delayed. People like Walgreens, like the surgical, everyone yeah. was sold out. And so you stocked up. You were I it just happened that like one of my vendors reached out to me and was like hey we're gonna start making them like do you want it and i was like i don't know if people are gonna <laughs> want it so i just ordered like a hundred for like my first order yeah, yeah i felt like supreme i sold out in 30 seconds so that was like okay let let's order some you more. got a hot commodity <laughs> on your hands yeah, yeah you so that is basically what got me through the three-month lockdown it's incredible man yeah and, and to your point you know having to kind of uh, pivot and adjust during a, a time where nobody really knew what to expect, right? Yeah. Uh, so many brick and mortar stores had to adapt. They had to go digital. They had to go online. And and, and it was go online or, or what? Go out of business, yeah, right? It was go, like, go online or close, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Did you see that with like any other stores like maybe in, in the area where you were at like anyone else kind of like struggle in that same boat yeah i would say a lot yeah. of the stores luckily in the west loop i'm pretty fortunate um i'm the only clothing boutique okay. so there's like a free people and anthropology and like made well yeah um those are new though so i'm very fortunate with being like the only clothing store and then there's like two other gift and wedding uh boutiques okay so the um you know they went online and we all were a huge community so we're all helping each other we're all you know like hey like do you need anything or i found hand sanitizer like let's pass it out to everybody so yeah i'm very thankful that like i have a great community and the west loop is great that's awesome and i'm sure you're back in store now too right Yes. How long? So yeah. how long did that period? Was it just the entire lockdown? Situation? It was the entire lockdown. So it was a full three months. Okay. Yeah. So for like a full three months, I, my doors were completely shut. And for the first like two months, I wasn't allowed to do even like pickup orders. So really? everything had to be through like the website through shipping. Wow. Yeah. That's that's got to be quite quite an adjustment. It was it was a huge adjustment because I'm a new owner. So yes, I worked there and I knew the customers and I knew the community, but you know, like you said, taking over, you put on so many different hats that you're wearing and so many roles that you're taking over that that was an adjustment to then when I'm not really settled in that role to then be, hey, now having let's lock down and figure that out. It was it was definitely difficult. Oh, man. How many employees do you guys have? Um, So I only have two. Okay. Um, I do have like one full time girl and then one part time. They're amazing. I really have to say, I've been like blessed with great employees. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, in in your uh, in your transition phase when you took over, did the old owner kind of like mentor you through the process of like what what it is to like now actually own the company, take over the, the mm-hmm. all the roles that that come with it? Yes, absolutely. So I would say end of 2018, beginning 2019 is when we like had the talks of 
hey, I'm going to start taking over. Mm -hmm. This should be a good idea. She has fully been my mentor, fully has worked me through the entire process of let's go to this trade show together. Let's fly to New York together, L.A., Atlanta, anywhere that, you know, I want you to meet the vendors that I work with. So they have a relationship with you. This is the bank account that I use. You know, this is where I get my business cards made. Any little technicality. She was like, let me help you, train you, mentor you. And just make sure that you're you're good to go and you're going to thrive. Awesome. And it it's great. Having that support system makes such a difference. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. when I took over the business, I definitely did a lot of changes. Like I painted, hung okay. up shelves, kind of like did that whole thing. So I was really nervous for her to come and see the store too. <laughs> I was like, I hope What, what did she think? <laughs> she loved it. Okay. She loved it. I hope so. She said it to me though, but you know. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's. I'm sure it's so different when you already have this brand identity in place mm. and so many people know of it and are accustomed to it and to have to come in. And I, I don't know if you like announced or anything like that, that, that the, the business yeah. is changing ownership and stuff. Yeah, we did. How did that like... Was that met with any sort of backlash or any hiccups or anything? No, I wouldn't say that there was any negativity with that. I think it was more, oh, like that's great. You've been working here for five years. Oh, so they already Yeah, came. four or five years. So like, we know you. Like, yeah. that's a good kind of transition to take over. But we made the announcements, did it on the website and okay. all that. Yeah, that's it, awesome. it was good. I'm sure the the fashion space in, its, in itself is... It's got to be so like cutthroat and like so so much competition. Right? Yes, it it really is. It really is. And not only are you at, for me in particular learning a clientele that I've been working with for five years, but I'm seeing it change. I'm seeing the West Loop get younger and younger, yeah, and people true. straight out of college moving, right? You know, or in high school, like and it just getting younger and younger. So I had to then switch and see because I'm seeing my target market change. So okay. I have to switch everything that I have in my store. You got to fully adapt. Completely adapt. Yeah, it was it was challenging, I would say, like for like six months and then lockdown happened. So then you change to everyone wants pajamas and <laughs> no one <laughs> needs a wedding guest dress or a date dress. Right. Um, but now transitioning Back into to the the, back into that, yeah, it's fun though. I love, I love it. I truly love doing what I do. That's awesome. How do you go about like uh, picking vendors and stuff? I mean, because obviously as a boutique, you you get to choose like yeah what you want showcase, right? So yeah. How is that like? Walk me through that process. What does that look like? So there are a couple trade shows that happen like in in Chicago, but I would say majority of them are like New York, Vegas, LA. There's like a Nashville one. So they're all over. So I get to travel, which is great. Love traveling. And I go and it's basically like, I would say at minimum 500 brands that are at these trade shows. And it's just rows and rows and rows of dresses, shirts. And, you know, you can buy up to a year of your stuff. So, you know, um, next month or in like a couple of weeks, I'm going to go to New York for a trade show. And that's what? So like that's February. So I can buy anything from like February to be delivered that same day that I'm like buying it up to like next February. So it's a lot of planning. And yeah. like yeah. I kind of just use the trust your gut instinct. It's, okay. you know, you flip through the clothes and you flip through the bags and purses and you see jewelry. What makes sense. And I just I'm like, OK, I can picture this is in this customer. OK. Or, oh, I could. Yeah, people will love this. And. If I have a little hesitation, I'm like, no, it's not worth it. 
So you have you have the sense of like what you think people are going to be looking for. And, yeah. 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 I try not to like think twice about it because if I think too hard, then it's not going to work. Right. Yeah. So I kind of just like go with my first mind. It's hard, though, not shopping for yourself. I do have to say. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Especially being in that space, right? Being uh, surrounded by so many different options. Yeah. Yeah. How do you I'm make a decision? Like, this would be really cute in my closet, <laughs> but I have to think about the store. Right. Right. Yeah. When it comes to like your your clientele, obviously, it sounds like you, you've got some sort of an established book of maybe repeat customers that come in. How do you go about like getting new clients? What's been your main either marketing source or outreach source? Social media or? Yeah, social media, um, word of mouth. I think um, one of the things that has helped me a lot is the fact that the business has been in or Tribeca has been in business for so long. Yeah. Because when you Google like boutiques in Chicago, we're the number one boutique that comes up. We're like the first when you go on Yelp, we're the first boutique. Um, So I feel like having that search engine help definitely um, brings new people in. We also do pop-up shops like throughout the city um, whenever there's like holiday markets or something like that. We'll we'll try to get in there as well. Uh, as a business owner, right? Wearing all those hats, like what's your typical day-to-day look like? It's a long day. I'll tell you that much. Um, do coffee is needed. It starts with, you know, going to the store. I like to go through all of my paperwork, all my emails, seeing what's coming in, what needs to be ordered, what bills need to be paid, go throughout the store. Okay, visual merchandising. Do I need to change the window? A mannequin, change a few racks around, clean up, kind of zhuzh things around, make it all look good, and try to do all of that before the store opens. So then when customers are in the store, my sole focus is on them. And that's kind of what um, I do. So I try to take like around like two hours in the morning before the store opens to do all the back What time does the store open? 11. 11? Great hours. Yeah, Yeah. awesome. That is great hours. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Now, do you uh, you also do like seasonal stuff? Like are you doing like seasonal changes in terms of like reconfiguring the store and stuff like that? Um, I wouldn't say I do it seasonally. Um, it, the only thing I would do seasonally would be like the window display where I'll have like a winter one window display or like I'll have um, our like fall one is really cute. Okay. Like our fall leaves and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but otherwise um, everything when it comes to like moving things around once a week probably. I'm like rearranging and you know, this dress could be over there. Now it's over here. And I like try to do that once a week just to make everything feel new all the time to the customers. And I, you're still doing online orders as well, right? I Can do. We- yeah, I definitely do still do online orders. But it is like, I feel like it's back to kind of pre-pandemic where everything is in store. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So what, what percentage would you say is in store compared to like your online sales? Um, Like 98% is wow, in store. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's people. Awesome. People like the brick and mortar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially I think I would say for like you know sh- when you're shopping, people like do you have like uh, fitting rooms and stuff? People try mm-hmm. on stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's a big, the biggest uh, one of the reasons why people want to shop at like locally because they get a feel for the play, like the material. Exactly. And try things on. Whatnot. Exactly. Yeah, we definitely like to bring that experience, and we kind of call ourselves like a mom and daughter store. So oh, okay. like a mom and daughter of both can come in the store and you're both going to find something. And that's kind of how I like to describe Tribeca Boutique. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Have you made any 
uh, like big changes since you've taken over? I would say the biggest change that I did all came within the first month. And that was all just like physical changes okay. of how the store is laid out, the like furniture in there and like the color, like that was all within the first month. But I also never closed my doors. So like I became the owner August 1st of 2019. Okay. And I stayed open because we're open seven days a week. So I oh, stayed wonderful. open every single day, 11 to 7. And at so- 7.01... My dad and my fiance would come in. We would tape up the entire store and cover all the clothes and we would paint the wall. And like then we would hang up a shelf. We would, you know, like figure like rebuild like build this counter. We would do all of that stuff until four or five in the morning, go to sleep until like eight, and then come back to the store. Come back and do it all over. Yeah, untape it, like take all the covers down, make sure everything looks good, open 11 to seven, and then do it all again. My gosh, that must have been so stressful. It was a lot. And I also was um, recovering from knee surgery, so I couldn't walk. (laughs) So it was like another layer. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was rough. It was like no sleeping, but it was it was so much fun. I mean, it those really are the, was the, great. The things you you sacrifice as the owner, right? You have to yeah. do what you what you can with the time you have, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's and incredible. I I was like very adamant that I was like I am not going to close a single day, not even an hour. I am going to get this done. Good for and, you. And luckily, yeah. yeah, luckily, like my dad and my fiance and my brother in law, they all came. They're all handy, and they were able to do it all. So I was, I'm very lucky with that. Yeah, I mean, having having the right support system obviously always makes a big difference Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. What does your mom think of, of uh, you taking over? She works with me sometimes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So like my first year um, in, or my first six months before lockdown, she came and worked like every Friday with me um, because I still had like, I was still recovering, so I couldn't walk. So she was my legs. Um, <laughs> and we, yeah, we would uh, work together. And now she, we have this huge sale in the end of July called Sidewalk Sale. Okay. And it's like the whole block does it. And we kind of like shut down the uh, sidewalks and we have like, we bring everything outside and everything is like 75% like discounted or more. And my mom always comes and works those with me. It's That's a lot awesome. of fun. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, that sounds like an awesome experience. To be able to share that with uh, with your mom. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> kind it. Kind of bringing it full circle. Right, right. Yeah. right? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, for the first couple of days, I was like, hey, just so you know, like, I'm the boss now. <laughs> you know? I'm in charge. <laughs> yeah, so you got to listen to what I say. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. I, we always like to uh, end it with, um, if you could look back, was there, was there anything you could have done different or you would have done different? And then any sort of advice that you can give to somebody that wants to kind of go in your shoes and, and pursue kind of the same the same route what would you say um i'm gonna start with the advice one first because that i have an answer for right now (laughs) um advice i would say if you're going to college fashion was amazing and i'm very glad that i did it but i would say marketing and business helped me way more than fashion did okay um if you want to be an entrepreneur and have your own store like that definitely the numbers is right knowing knowing everything from yeah, the business that, side that is a big thing and also if you're going to take over a business it really helps to like have a good relationship with that person because i never needed to take out a loan i never needed to borrow money i worked out a deal 
Amazing. with my mentor to like pay it over time. It's the mo- it, it was the most amazing thing. So you guys did a creative finance yep. solution to mm-hmm. it. That's amazing. Yeah, we had it. It really helps to have a great relationship with the person that you are either going I mean, into business true. to yeah, no, or right. yeah, or taking over a business from. So hundred percent. Yeah, by doing that, um, never needed to like have that bank involvement right. or loan right. involvement. Right. So that was really great. Um, something that I would do differently. That is a yeah. Anything that you would have mm. changed or maybe done done differently if you had a chance to go back? Probably learn the website earlier. Okay. I wouldn't like make the pandemic pandemic force me to learn it. I, I would have you. liked to like learn it either before, like when I was working willingly. there. <laughs> yeah, when I like willingly, exactly. Like when I was working there and then taking over. Yeah, I would have liked to learn the website more. Okay. Yeah, because that is, it's almost like a side hustle from your business. Yeah. You know, even though it is all connected, it's definitely its own entity. So it's. A yeah. lot of work in and of itself. I mean, uh, uh, an online store is open 24 hours, right? Right. So that's something that and like you I, can use to your advantage. Yeah, and like I upload everything on my own, take the pictures on my own. So it's a lot of work when our inventory is changing every day. We constantly have boxes coming in. We only get one of a size. So, you know, if you oh, see, really? you got to no get it. So it's hard to keep that up on a website. True, true. You have to be constantly on it. Yeah, yeah. So that is like... One of my goals for 2023. Okay. Let's just try to, you know, hone in on that a little more. Manage it a little better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S- speaking of goals, uh, where do you see yourself in the next like five years? I would love to have a second location. Yeah. And yeah. In, I absolutely. Like, local, like Illinois or? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would either do it like in the city or maybe like north suburbs just because like that's where I'm from. So I like I'm familiar with it. Yeah. yeah or yeah. maybe like western suburbs. But yeah, I would love to have a second location. Second location? Yeah. That's amazing. That would be fun. Yeah. Expand and and keep keep growing, right? Exactly. There's no room for uh for just standing still. You know, you always have to learn to uh, like elevate your yourself and and plan plan for bigger goals. Absolutely. I mean, I hit my goal in my dream at twenty seven, so I gotta That's incredible. I gotta get something else to work towards. That's incredible. Uh, where can people find you? So where is your, your actual lo- uh, location? Yeah, so Tribeca Boutique is on um, on Madison Street, 1035 West Madison in the West Loop. Perfect. And it's Tribeca Boutique on Instagram. Tribeca Boutique on Instagram, open every single day? Open every single day. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah, no awesome. days off, never. No, no days off, ever. No. Website? Tribeca Boutique Chicago. Tribeca Boutique Chicago. Yes. Awesome. It's a little lengthy, but that, that's the... <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Well, no, that was... It's such an amazing story to hear, like, this unique perspective, right, from uh, taking over an existing business, which is so cool. And and the way you did it, too, sounds sounds awesome. Um, We appreciate you taking the time for joining us today. Is there anything else that you want to share? Maybe leave the audience with any last-minute uh, words of advice or motivation? Um... Oh my God, the pressure is the really pressure is the on, pressure right? is on. Um, don't stop giving up your dream, as corny as that sounds. If you know that you want to do it, just keep working towards it. Don't let anything stop you, and never stop reading. Reading yeah. is very important. No matter what you read, it just helps to keep keep going. Yeah, you gotta stay mentally sharp. You exactly. Know? <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for uh, thank for taking you. the time. To me. Thank yeah. you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. See ya.